This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. As I get out, it's a bit crisp for a spring day. A bit of clouds. Sun is almost up. And our topic is telling the tale, as in showing versus telling. But also I'm sort of staggering away uh, from, from the word processor, from the computer, from the desk, uh, from the creative venture. Staggering in the sense of getting through, definitely getting through in telling the tale. There's this confrontation with one's um, just idea or notion and idea and notion of, I would say, being, how things are. This is, you know, this is normal and so on and so forth. Uh, You know, do we have the ability to change uh, within, externally, we have, you know, say, we have our say, um, but even then, there's to a degree, you can only go so far. I'm just thinking of ridiculous examples. Uh, And yet, and yet, uh, laws that have affected my life have been effectively overturned or at least been put so far into question you know that uh, that say you know one exists in a different paradigm <clears throat> let us proceed telling the tale It's, uh, it's difficult at the moment for me. I'm struggling. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the wall, but also it's, it's a confrontation. And just back up a little bit. One thing I, I go to, I uh, return to videos that are helpful in one way or another, um, personally. And then that is conveyed in in what I'm working on. That my characters are having this ongoing discussion. And as I look up into the sky and see uh, a cloud, I guess a bank of clouds that are illuminated with was it the the rosy the rosy fingers of dawn fingertips sort of rose colored fingertips but you know less bright red and more kind of uh, more kind of pink pink to orange 
and a light color. So that is a good morning robin, I think, singing in a tree. So, so. <laughs> just had a, I just had a sort of criticism, more kind of like, no, it wasn't criticism, it was a self-criticism flitting through and saying stuff. There's an emotional truth to them, but at the same time, I'm looking at it and going, that's not true. And uh, kind of doom and gloom uh, perspective. And thus we return to the topic of telling the tale. Uh, Is it nigh impossible to, you know, sit down with your work, this story you're telling, and to, in a sense, not be yourself, and to have this kind of shift that occurs. The video that I'm staggering away from uh, has to do with Carl Jung, and I think it has to do with the terminology of inner world versus outer world. There's a Twitter writer. (laughs) I'll just say Rose. And I'm pretty sure a pseudonym, a pen name. And to, like say, mostly is... uh, I would say professional. It seems like there's, say, there's professionals and then there's super professionals. But at the same time, those uh, authors, those accounts, who's ever running the machine, there's a kind of cold uh, lack of personality. Like you'll see the photo of the writer but and there's content going out but there's no kind of soul that's not that's not right that's not accurate there's something missing I'm looking for the right sort of terminology I guess that human being behind the machine anyways back to Rose she has this character and I swear she's living through the character. She talks about the character as a best friend. Uh, They hang out and I get a reference to a relationship that has gone on for a long time. That this person it, you know, that's it. It's a person. And so when she's telling the tale, she's living through this other character. Uh, this other character has gained a life. 
and I suspect Rose lives a second life through this character. I'm envious. On one level, I'm envious. And on the next, I'm excited. There's this potential. And probably, too, this is, you know, why there's a communication of some kind between us. Rose posted a... I just just noticed this. um, Mushrooms on a... uh, Don't worry, don't worry, I won't eat them. Uh, Mushrooms on a lawn. There's a good reason not to eat the mushrooms. The crows are stepping up to listen as I'm talking about this. But, but there is a kind of a path that they've created into this lawn. And so I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Anyways. Mushrooms. So Rose posted a... She posted a... Um, a poem, in a sense. It's a post, but she's t- in, in it, it it's, feels like poetry to me about how she's going somewhere with her best friend, but they only have one pair of shoes. And it got me. And I was sitting there going, she has something. <laughs> she's got something. You know, does it balance it out for her? Her these two lives, living in the two worlds that she does. There's a quality of I don't want to say mental I wanna say mental health. There's a quality of mental health, not illness, uh, to what she's doing. And I, I can only sort of jump back. Uh, I think I saw some photos sort of in, you know, in the early days, uh, you know, of Rose and sort of uh, having this kind of a, a moment of connection, say, with this person. Who knows? Who knows where she is and uh, the, the life she lives but say online and and then there's this persona one of course doesn't have to be limited to a a singular persona that you know they're existing through I'm I'm watching at least one writer who's so this is over the past couple of years changing and how they're presenting themselves has changed I have a little bit of the uh, backstory to this person and one of my thoughts that I returned to was the uh, internal change versus the external change. And this is all looping back to Carl Jung individuation. How do we do that? 
the obvious is, how you go get a, a therapist. You get a Jungian therapist. Uh, and, ah, easy, right? Um, I have... It's, it's a tough thing. I have... Uh, the, it seems like, say, life has arranged it so that I cannot continue with the people that I want to. So the therapists where I've gone, oh, hey, something's happening. And then it stops. And this uh, would have to do with, say, their situation, right? That, you know, that they've run out of time or I've run out of time say, uh, financially and say, uh, one example is I, I got this therapist, things are going great. And then the good morning cruise, they changed their, their, their situation changed and they were going to work with soldiers who had PTSD. So that was an example of things were going okay. <laughs> and then, it's like, no, don't go. But then, of course, you know, you can't stop someone from, you know, heading out and, and doing that kind of thing. Good morning. Sparrows, no, not sparrows, um, starlings. Which in some ways are kind of like these smaller versions of crows, except for the, uh, the greenish reflection on their the starlings' um, feathers and wings. And then their beaks, when they're younger, their beaks are this um, bright, bright color, yellowish. So uh, the videos that I went back to were, um, they were about the individuation process and sort of like say I'm on the outside of it and chipping away, like getting sort of my understanding of, of um, achieving this goal of bringing the archetypes together and sort of merging them into this uh, uber archetype called the self with a capital S. And on one hand, the videos... Uh, on one hand, the videos were helpful. On the other, uh, uncomfortable. Uh, they get uh, close to religion and I find that difficult. Why, Moss? Why? Uh, <laughs> there's some <laughs> there's some terrible people <laughs> in religions and people who are 
you know, who will follow. And, you know, uh, how do we get away from that? How do we, how do we stop? Uh, yeah. Anyways, back on track. Video of Carl Jung and individuation. The notion of a, uh, like say it's presented as the inner world. I've used that before in my writing, in editing and contemplating what it is that I'm doing, what is my fantasy world, and that, it's, that it is this inner world. So it's almost like the characters in this fantasy world are conscious of the fact that they are psychological, right? That they're not, you know, of course, it's fantasy. But that's, that's also playing with um, sort of destabilizing. And disrupting. And on one hand, the reader of fantasy does not want that. They want this alternative... They want the magical, you know. They want, uh, they want something that exists. That's a wonderful thing. I'm just thinking of um, porthole fantasies, like uh, in contrast to the naivete and to the monstrousness behind Narnia. Right? You have a very uh, desperate thing going on. And uh, I'm just thinking of a, a later Portal Fantasy. And actually, I, would, I read that, the Portal Fantasy I'm thinking of, so it's an adult one. I don't think it was Marion Zimmer Bradley. It had a, a wizard with a sword and, uh, or sort of like some, some character that could be a wizard, but a sort of older fantasy character in a kitchen, a contemporary kitchen, having a beer. And so it was sort of this contradiction and uh, great stuff, juxtaposition. Here's the good morning guy with the newspaper. I saw the newspaper guy yesterday, and it, it was kind of like this whole display. So he stops in front of me, has this uh, newspaper in a plastic bag because there's a bit of rain. Stops on the curb, tosses the newspaper close to the porch and it, it, once again it was like this display and you know this person is doing this thousands of times and, and now they have a spectator and I made some comment like you know good one good shots or something like that
So, now this is taking me back to my ill-fated newspaper boy experience. So, you know, during the during the time I'm okay, I get the, the this newspaper boy job, newspaper delivery thing. Good, right? PTSD, you know, eventually I'm able to, unable to. And uh, so my stepfather steps in and uh, finishes up the position. But that's an example for me of that, you know, say there's something wrong and, you know, it's not explored. It's not... uh, Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, the time machine of thought going back and wait a second, you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't that a big signal? Here's me. I'm unable to do it. Are they looking at me and going, oh, you little jerk, right? You little selfish brat. You can't, you know, not even can't, you won't, right? You're not interested anymore. Uh, and then, you know, it's the opposite of being sort of crushed, uh, crushed alive, you know, unable to do the thing, uh, get outside, encounter situations. And two, how do you get to that point? Uh, how, and of course, obvious, right? just push past and um, face and uh, yeah, showdown. <laughs> I do, I'm doing that in writing. I'm doing that. That is definitely going on. I have some heavy duty stuff to edit, like say, you know, drafted. And now it's a question of editing, cutting what doesn't work but also going through those uh, encounters again. So that's what starlings sound like. And uh, it was uh, two chasing each other, or I mean one chasing another. Getting back to Rose, uh, I would like to be uh, in that situation. And I'm sure Rose would say, Mouse, you do not want this. And, and vice versa, right? I understand. But is it that, say, we have components, like say, you know, she has something she's doing, that there's something there. There's an element that I want in, in my writing, or at least I want to check out. And, uh, and see, living through this character, uh, sort of say having this um, other life, other existence going on. And it sort of seems like that. Encountering this uh, character. 
at the moment, there is that option. I, I'm having, I'm having, say, situations. I'm having, encountering um, where there's a kind of experience, an opportunity to, like the word vicarious, live vicariously through another person. And that's a word to look up. What does vicarious mean? As I've received the sta- you know, that statement or idiom, living vicariously through someone else, that this somebody else has, say, uh, a life that seems much more colorful and interesting than your own, and you take pleasure in, you know, their activities and encounters and and successes and failures. I'm thinking it would be like, say, you know, someone who's joined a a rock band or a, you know a musical group or something like that that has left right they're left they're touring they're traveling they're going from place to place and there's a notion of success in that say somebody who's gone off you know and they're and they're doing something outside of the norm outside of the normal Okay, so we are approaching the midpoint. We completely ignored the first act of this episode and crossing the border into the second act. Now we're right in the middle of the whole three-act structure. False success would be, oh yeah, totally possible. There's a, there's a, a definitely a reason, uh, a good reason to be telling this tale as if it was an actuality, you know, that it's, it's a real thing. How better to get to a realistic experience? So the false success would be, say, feeling, which I do. I feel like it's a good idea. Uh, and, and yet there is this concern that I've, I've sort of hit up against. My goal is to have this experience of oneness, you know, which, you know, I look through the lens of, you know, Carl Jung, individuation. Oh, hey, the ducks are back. The ducks are a little closer. And the, the, the guy duck is uh, sort of gurgling while the gal duck is 
sitting. So I'm, I'm going for an experience. I'm going for a kind of practice. I'm going for... Um, and I'd say doing it through this creative act, which is very much akin to dreaming. It's very visual uh, and has symbolism. Uh, but at the same time, I would have to say that I'm not actively, you know, sort of meticulously planning everything else. There is this kind of dreamlike quality. Uh, this kind of chaos and I will you know apply skill and you know tricks of the trade in order to move this thing along but also there's this quality of ought it be unplugged from that unplugged from commerce absolutely and you know, retreat, retreating, uh, of course, taking care of my situation, you know, the basics, roof over the head, but, but say that this, you know, is an, is a venture just for myself. I remember involving others and say, putting my fantasy world into a Dungeons and Dragons game knowing that say these people would be encountering stuff you know my personal monsters and so on and so forth to a degree it, it wasn't it wasn't so uh not manipulative but that's not the right word more say you know I, you know this is something i'm working on and uh you know, maybe, maybe it can be an adventure kind of situation. Uh, maybe, maybe. And there was some good stuff that happened there. But much like the uh, the newspaper route and uh, everything just sort of collapsing and yeah, not not being able to continue. And it's embarrassing. You know, you, you know, you agreed to do this thing. You set out to, everything's going well. And then the uh, situation, the, for me, uh, mental health becomes a, uh, in shortage. Some more startling sounds. But Moss, what does this have to do with writing? I know, I know. On one hand, say like the surface, the ego, right? Ego persona, um, the outside world, uh, the literature, the book, whatever the storytelling is, 
you know, you encounter it that way. But then underneath, <coughs> if you're looking at it through the lens of, you know, some version, some uh, parallel to uh, Jungian psychotherapy, that there's this, you know, whole other thing going on. Uh, I sat back from watching these videos and there was this diagram that got me thinking about the totality, the everything, the total. Um, the mind that, you know, encapsulates both. Ultimately, my, my personal goal is to be, is to have this kind of balance, ultimately. Telling the tale is, and this is sort of, you know, the dissolution, the false success at the midpoint of the three-act structure is now dissolving into particles. You know, it was sort of composed of these spheres that have now lost their magnetic quality and have just sort of fallen like pearls. You know, whatever was keeping the pearls in the necklace is it's gone, it's broken, everywhere. Ah, uh, I'm left with this character and this decision to live my life through this character? Is this character me? No, obviously not. There is this potential for this character to say, I can have experiences through this character. There's a question of what would this character do in various situations that I'm in? Perhaps a bit of fear that the character would eclipse and say, you know, take over. But what if, what if the character is better? You know, what if I'm moving towards a, uh, experiencing this first person, um, and to not necessarily, but just experiencing this being, this um, protagonist. So there's a, a quality of, say, being in that kind of game. So what can I do? For some reason, I'm, I'm remembering inviting people to an event, and a few people showed up, and that was nice. And uh, so it was a, it was a Zoom thing. It was an experiment. And one of the guys later said, uh, say that it was a failure. Whereas my thinking was, it's important to fail. It's important to do these things. 
oh, well, your book wasn't a success. Ah, yes, but it was a book, right? That's the success. Um, you know, all of these small successes building up, leading up to... So let's head down to the other street and see if we get swooped by crows. Okay, so our topic is telling the tale. The narrator is telling the story question of who the narrator is is there how do we have this account who is it that is sharing this obviously we can't really divorce ourselves as authors you know the storytellers we have a a vested interest it was vested invested in us and now we are investing it in others. So there's that. <laughs> I wonder if a biography of me could be something along the lines of building Atlantis, right? Something along those lines that, but also though more Atlantis in this kind of conceptual, right? I don't want to compare myself to someone else, but I'm just thinking of, say, the failures that now we take as successes. But at, at the time, just thinking of two publications, two authors, two publishers, and that they're confronted with what seemed to be a failure. One of them did not wasn't initially successful, you know, in its first year or so. That was one of them. The next one was uh, that I'm thinking of. It took a long time. You know that the author wasn't content with cranking this thing out and you know a lack of development on the flip side development was key it was important it's very relevant what was going on and knowing the first one that wasn't initially successful there was a, a development that happened that that did take a long time and so it took a long time and uh, after hearing a particular interview with the author and their spouse over a kitchen table, it's a great interview. Who is it, Moss? Who is it, Moss? Uh, but listening to this interview recorded way back, uh, just thinking it would probably be about 60 years ago, and they're having this discussion, this deep discussion. Say, you know, and that's a question for you. Can you have a discussion where you're talking about what you're working on and say, 
a critique of culture, religion, politics. You know, that even with all of this stuff going on, that there's this debate, right? There's this conversation, argument. And, and too, at this moment, uh, you know, there is a, there is this failure. There's this sense of failure, and then there's the critique back with, it's like, well, what is the success in telling the tale? Is the success to be, you know, if if it was the way that I'm, you know, this horrible feeling thought I have, if it's true, then it ought to be first draft. You're looking for the thir- first, <laughs> you're thirsty for the firsty, uh, first draft miracles. Somehow, or just that they're so close, right? All they need is a, is a brush up and a polish up and then you crank these things out. Morning. So what, uh, what can we do to, to embrace these failures in the storytelling? What can we do to get past? Because uh, that's where I'm at. And, yeah, and to going through it. So I'm going through that. Uh, I don't know if it's yearly, but it's a process. Also, I suspect, as, as say, a new writer, there's, say, you know, exploration. You make the thing, and then put it out there but also say maybe with a growing awareness I, I like the idea though that you know somebody just say sits down and they realizes the potency and wealth within the work what does this have to do with telling the tale as we approach the third act of this episode Well, the crisis is ending. Perhaps it's this question of intimacy. And just jumping back to Rose again and her way of doing it, her way of narrating. There is a kind of travel journal quality, even even if it's, um, even if say the the focus is changed, or say that the translation is changed to uh, third person past tense. That say the the first person quality shifts.
And two, I think it's... I read Rose's first chapter. I gave feedback. And also, too, had a moment that we... Say, we had a moment of... It's it's that sort of, you know, the, the difficulty of where it leaves your personal experience and it's going out into the world. And so you're encountering people's, say, differences. And hopefully there's that kind of balance of things that are liked and things that sort of like, I'm not sure about this. That whole process of constructive criticism, hopefully constructive. Uh, Hopefully it's clarifying. Ultimately, for oneself, say, does it clarify that? I'm not sure. We're so, or I speak for myself, I'm so wound up in the surface. And I think that that's where, say, you know, my envy of the situation, you know, here's a person who... uh, And to me, here's a person who has this kind of balance going on, this kind of integration. And to, I cannot speak completely about that. You know, that's what she's doing. And what I can speak to is, is my own resistance. Because as we go into the as we approach the climax of this episode, that is uh, my conundrum. I don't think it really is. It's just presented itself and it feels like finally it's presented itself. So there's a kind of hurrah. Here's me back at you know, not delivering the newspapers and going just, you say, having moments of just shut it all down. I'm glad that my book is out of my hands (laughs) (laughs) because I can't, you know, incinerate them, right? I can't get a hold of all the copies. That would be an interesting venture is to, you know, track all these down and do that. Your response, unless you understand my situation, but your response ought to be, could be, uh, why? Why would you want to do that? You know, book, books are beautiful things. Uh, in, in one case, it's not a book. And in one case, it's this process and that, say, the deeper work going on. It gives it room. It gives it a place. There's a conversation that we're not supposed to be having. And yet, as we hop the border, yes, we've hopped the border and moved from second act to third act. Moss, why don't we have four acts instead of three acts? 
So that's a good question. Acolyte, uh, what is it? Apprentice? Maybe you're a journey person. Maybe you're a, I'm trying to think of a sort of a non-gender version of master. And two, if you know, let, let me know. Mentor? How about that? That's, that's pre- pretty close. It's got that suggestion of somebody who knows what's going on. I'm getting there. I think I'm getting there. In the words of Bowie, I'm becoming more myself. Which is a, a jewel of a thing to say. And very much say, you know, you're asked not to be yourself. Or at least in my situation, definitely so, and perhaps magnified. And in telling the tale, <laughs> just had a moment, my, my Greek chorus is sort of chanting about uh, okay, make this good, Moss. Make this an episode to remember. Polish it up. That reminds me of... I think her name is Meg. And this the series, the show is called A Repair to Remember. And the angle was a romantic setting. I, and I don't think the whole thing was romantic, but it was kind of the... Um, the sort of flair or the okay okay we're going to do a repair show renovation home repair how to do this how to do that it's a woman you know that's cool right on but also it's a romance and so i recommend checking out those you know a repair to remember and there's wine i can't remember if there's wine through the whole thing but uh, there's definitely, say, wine at the ending. There's candlelight, you know, talking about they'll show whatever the repair is, like uh, a new door handle installed, you know, and at the end of the installation, wine. And if I remember correctly, there's these jokes, references to uh, the romance of it. If you just to say, and then you can take that and expand on it. On that, uh, there's an email that I've got to send, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a, a helping hand. And uh, there's another writer who that would be good to do. They had been helpful, and I'm, I'm feeling um, obligated in a very social way. Okay. It's a weird thing because I thought I had sort of paid off that, uh, you know, they had been kind to me, so I was kind back, but apparently that's not, that's not enough. (laughs) Uh, So as we approach the, the end of this episode, it's a happy end. Uh... In telling the tale, I have a choice. And 
it seems to be this question for myself of integration and of if I want to present individuation, if I want to present somebody who is taking the brokenness that they're experiencing and bringing these pieces together, kind of like peace talks or, you know, say some form of I'm just thinking that it's that that there's like like conversation the communication between these different sides fiction is a great place to do that and there's a quality of say deep sixing aspiration in the sense of the external, the outside world, as Carl Jung would say, or the Jungians, uh, versus, say, the, the inside world. And, you know, there's a kind of sorrowful dis- departure. Yes, you end up with something that is relevant, but it isn't relevant to the outside world. Because it, well, that is exactly what it is. It does not care. It is not interested. It is its own thing. To be presented with that kind of horror, um, I don't know about you, but <laughs> that, that freaks me out. Uh, it's very unstable. And say the the notion of of outside stability you know of course you want a roof over your head and so on and so forth i have an ancestral experience not too far back just thinking about how far back it was under 200 years where you know, one group of my ancestors had the roof of their, uh, where they lived, burned. And of course, you know, there's all these sides to it and arguments. But just say that, you know, that uncertainty, and I don't know about you and your situation, but that uncertainty seems to be a kind of uh, albatross around the neck. Oh, I think that's a... Yeah, there's a truck here from Saskatchewan. It's a... Possibly... Possibly a problem. How so? And two, the, it, it might have stopped, but I was under the impression that we were kind of in a lockdown of uh, situation. <laughs> now I have a conundrum. It's like, do I knock on the door? Who do I call? Do I call anyone? On one hand, I'm sure everything's okay, but 
during a pandemic, it's, it's kind of like, what? You know, seeing Saskatchewan is two provinces away and it works, it works two ways. On one side, on one side, ooh, I found a shiny little glass bead. Uh, on one side, there's there's a a larger opportunity of uh, infection, of becoming a carrier even. And say, come to Vancouver, probably to check up on family, etc. But also, there's this question: Why <laughs> this is not a good time to visit? I have my medical mask with me. Uh, I'm up early in the morning. There's not a lot of people walking around. And actually, people just started, right? I've just noticed people doing a morning walk. Actually, one person flushed. I think she'd been jogging. She's like looking rose was it the rosed colored face of dawn so this is the personification of dawn going for a morning run but moss you were talking about telling the tale so for me at this point the question is about how do I tell the tale in the sense of in what manner do I do yeah you know this this character this protagonist that potentially that I'm living through with you know this footnote about uh own voices you know i i can write whatever i want and uh you know as long as i'm not advocating violence there we go uh, into violence towards a particular group of people or a person uh <laughs> So, I have, and, and, and too, I, yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to care. It doesn't matter. But say, my own situation, and that there's this potential, there's this potential, right? And I, I look at what Rose is doing, and I'm, go, and I'm asking, is that it? Is that way of telling the tale the way have I got it wrong the way I'm doing it and honestly I'm scared because say I've been writing as myself for a long time and in quotation marks uh, things will bubble up and say if you look back at what I've written in the past you'll just it'll be Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. You know, what is going on with this guy? 
and 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 yet now <laughs> it's sort of the ultimate confrontation uh In, in the terminology in these last... Oh, we're finished. Let's do another... Let's do another round. Let's head home and... I'll talk to you later. Okay, take care. <laughs>